This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness, and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're still the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you and it's a privilege to continue sharing the Word of God with you. Again, just to review what we started yesterday, we're talking from a scripture in John fifteen thirteen. Greater love has no end than this, that one lay down his life for his friends. This is a continuation of the themes we've been sharing in recent weeks about newness of life, not newness insofar as something in so regarding time, but a new quality of life that the Word of God calls us to. In addition to that, we've been talking about the love of God, and John fifteen thirteen speaks about the greater love that there is, that we lay down our lives for our friends. However, we also spoke yesterday that sometimes laying down your life physically might be a lot easier than living for the sake of your friends, and that's what we're talking about. And the theme for this week is for his sake, and we saw yesterday by looking at First Samuel chapter 12, verses 19 to 22, and Psalm 106, 6 to 8, and Psalm 103, verse 10, that God himself acted for the sake of his name. He he continued to love and honor his people even though they were rebellious. And then he did exactly what he was supposed to do for the sake of his name. Junie? I just wanted to bring out that we don't live for other people. We live for Jesus, and through living for Jesus, he gives us the grace to lay down our life for uh, other people, but basically it's through his life because he laid down his life for us. And I think it's very important, Shelley, and I don't remember reading Psalm 103.10, but I think it is worth reading. It says, He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. And it also says um, in verse 11, For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his loving kindness towards those who fear him. And you know, Shelley, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And I think we all need to be wise and um, come not only before the Lord, but begin to read his word and know how important it is, what it means to honor the name of the Lord and to understand that wherever we go, when we are believers, we go 
in the name of the Lord. In other words, uh, people know if we're believers, they look to see how we live, the words we say, uh, the things we do, and they connect that with Jesus, just as when Jesus walked the earth, he only did those things that pleased the Father. He reflected the Father for us, and our lives should reflect Jesus. Junie, that really leads into uh, a scripture in Daniel that so um, epitomizes exactly what you said. Again, we've been talking about God acting on behalf of his name. In other words, constantly throughout the Old Covenant, we see that uh, the Lord himself acted to save his people, but it wasn't just for their sake. They were the beneficiaries of God's actions. But the motivation for God uh, bringing healing and forgiveness and continuing on and not abandoning his people, as we spoke yesterday, was for the name, for the sake of his name. And in Daniel chapter 9, we see that Daniel uh, prayed an incredible prayer for his people, and he identified with the people of Israel. And the things that he was asking forgiveness for took place long before Daniel was even alive, but there was an identification with his people. And I encourage you to read all of chapter 9, but we'd like to pick it up at verse 19. If you have any Bibles, look at Daniel nine nineteen, and it's going to really demonstrate, Junie, exactly what you just said. Uh, let's start with verse 18. Daniel nine eighteen. O my God, incline thine ear and hear. Open thine eyes and see our desolations and the city which is called by thy name. For we are not presenting our supplications before thee on account of any merits of our own, but on account of thy great compassion. Verse 19, O Lord, hear. O Lord, forgive. O Lord, listen and take action for thine own sake. You see, there it is. Daniel is appealing to God, not based on the condition of the people, but for his own sake, for the name of the Lord. Oh, my God, do not delay. And here's the key, because thy city, speaking of Jerusalem, and thy people are called by thy name. Junie, Daniel identified himself with the people, but now Daniel is identifying all the people of Israel with the name of the Lord. In other words, the name of God is very is printed on the hearts of the our people when we are believers whether we come from a jewish or gentile background we have the stamp of god upon our lives and what we do is either going to bring glory to the lord or shame to the lord and this is an incredible incentive to live that kind of life that god is calling us to for his namesake and we see in uh, that same chapter, Shelley, starting at verse 16, it says, O Lord, in accordance with all thy righteous acts, let now thine anger and thy wrath turn away from the city Jerusalem, the holy mountain, because of our sins and the iniquities of our fathers. Jerusalem and thy people have become a reproach to all those around us. So we really see that our actions can cause reproach. In verse 17, he said, So now, O God, listen to the prayer of thy servant, to his supplications, and for thy sake, O Lord, let thy face shine on thy desolate sanctuary. And so we really see, Shelley, in the New Testament that we are 
the temple of the Holy Spirit. I want to encourage all listeners to pray for those that you know who have turned away from the Lord. Don't stop praying until God gives you answer. Pray for those who don't know the Lord, that the Lord would turn his face and look upon your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your child, your friend, even your enemy, that the Lord would bring salvation, that the Lord would cause holiness and righteousness to reign for his namesake. Jenny, this is such a powerful uh, scripture, all, all the ones we were talking about. But if we don't apply it to ourselves, you know, what's going to happen? What's gonna, Nothing will take place. We need to see that what Daniel said is significant for each one of us. God acted to uphold his name, his character. You know, in Hebrew, as you well know, that the name is a representation of the character. And the name of God represents his character. And here Daniel was appealing to the Lord, as you just said, for thy sake, O Lord, and for thy sake, Lord God, act on behalf of your people, because the city which he was talking about was Jerusalem, and thy people are called by thy name. The Lord himself acts on behalf of or for the sake of his name, and we are called by his name. So we need to see there is a much higher purpose in our being on earth than just to fulfill our desires to get saved and go to heaven. There's a way of living that God is calling us to while we are on this earth. Again, that choice is very simple. We're either going to bring shame to the name of our God or we are going to bring glory on behalf of his name. And I pray that the the desire in our life, because for his namesake, we will live to bring glory to his name. And Junie, that could change everything in us and that could change the people that we are in contact with. And you know, Shelley, you were telling me how certain people in this country don't call themselves Christians anymore because they are ashamed of what has happened amongst Christians and how Christians live, believe, and really have become part of the world at large. But they call themselves followers of Christ or followers of the Messiah. In other words, that their lives would emulate and show the glory of the Lord. And what we're talking about is for thy namesake. In other words, the Lord for his name will act. It says in Ezekiel chapter 20, starting at verse 7, and I said to them, cast away each of you the detestable things of his eyes and do not defile yourselves with the idols of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. But they rebelled against me and were not willing to listen to me. They did not cast away the detestable things of their eyes, nor did they forsake the idols of Egypt. Then I resolved to pour out my wrath on them to accomplish my anger against them in the midst of the land of Egypt. And you know, Egypt is symbolic of the world. So it could be America. But I acted for the sake of my name that it should not be pro- 
profaned in the sight of the nations among whom they lived, in whose name I made myself known to them by bringing them out of the land of Egypt. And it's interesting, Shelley, that when we get saved, we're called out of the world. We're called not to love the world or the things in the world, because if we love the world, then the love of the Father is not in us. So we all need to really see the name of the Lord shall be praised. He's holy. He's righteous. He's just. He's true. And we too need to begin to live a newness of life, laying down our life for the Lord, that Jesus would live his life in us and through us, and that others might know him because he sees, they see his life in you and in me. You know, Junie, Ezekiel 20, verse 9 is so powerful because it's a reference to the deliverance out of the land of Egypt. And if we go back to Exodus, we see that God heard the cries of the people. But the ultimate reason that the people of Israel were delivered out of Egypt was for the name, for the sake of the name of God, because God got glory. And to our Jewish people to this very day, the deliverance out of Egypt and the crossing of the Red Sea, the parting of the Red Sea is the highlight of the history of our people. But God wants to continue his people to live for the glory of his name. Jewish people, and born-again believers, and we pray that our Jewish people would come to the recognition of who the Messiah is, and they could live for his glory. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. We pray that our listeners and Junie and I will live for the glory of the name of God, and we will live to raise up the name of our Messiah. For his sake, we want to bring glory to his name. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.